everybody. Welcome to the Sean Hannity Show. This is Jay Seculo. George Seculo's here. And we are hosting for our friend Sean Hannity today, and we're thrilled to be with you. We've got a lot to talk about. I am the chief counsel of the American Center for Law and Justice. Jordan is the executive director of our organization. We were pleased to be here uh, last week. Great to be back. A lot has happened in the... <laughs> In the one-week period of time that we were out. We leave on a Friday, and then on Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, <laughs> Joe Biden, the commander-in-chief, decides to take decisive military action. Reminds me of Maverick and Top Gun. And he was just, I mean, this was decisive. Three unidentified flying Snoopy balloons from the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade we're flying over the United States, and he decisively, Jordan, took action. And somehow convinced Canada to, to, to do that as well. Yes, and uh, 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 Prime Minister Trudeau went to the mics and said, oh, in yeah. cooperation with NORAD. And Biden wouldn't go to the like, you know, until yesterday when he said he still doesn't know what these are, but they likely have nothing to do with foreign countries and are individuals or private groups, maybe weather balloons. It doesn't even well, seem like these rise to the level of like a – Weather balloon. No, this these was, are something you can go online, put the whole package together for about six hundred bucks. Well, the Northern the Illinois. Itself I'm not kidding you. Twenty five dollars. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. This the Northern Illinois bottle, uh, a bottle cap balloon brigade. They launched these these balloons and they tra have tracking system. That's like you, you were saying, Jordan. The six hundred dollar uh, package package with the GPS. And they said, "Yep, we had one and we lost it right over that area of the in, yep. the, in the wilderness of the Yukon. It was just gone." About that same time. It was about 38,000 38, feet off the west coast of Alaska Friday. By Saturday, its projected path would have been over the Yukon Territory around the same time. An F-22 shot down an unidentified object of a similar description. And altitude also explains why they would have missed on a shot. Because these yeah, they missed on the first shot. so small. And they're not putting off any, hardly any you heat went signature. To, you Remember went they online, said no heat you, signature you and it and sounded and, like an alien? Yeah, there's no heat signature. <laughs> there's no heat. The, uh, that, this makes more sense. But it also shows it is that classic... Democrat move to like start almost wars, yes. escalate something to F 22s, shooting down over, you know, over countries and territories to look tough after we looked absurd after allowing a gigantic, almost calling it a balloon is not fair. 200 foot oh, the president tall. president said vehicle. <laughs> yeah, 200 foot tall Chinese spy device, which if you went online, see, once the press had enough time with this, you go online, nonprofit groups have satellites up. Oh, yeah, sure. You can go and see the actual place they make these balloons in China. And you can see of on course, the map China. where so it So we, we knocked down a balloon thinking it was China that was a balloon actually made in China that we shot down with an F-22 that was hopefully made in the United States. Yeah, so John Kirby's response was, well, that's a good thing. Take a listen. Uh, let's play bite one. Was and there any feeling of frustration of perhaps this was a $12 hobby balloon from a group of, of kids in Illinois after the fact? Again, given the information that we had at the time, uh, and the, the legitimate concerns about potential surveillance in the wake of the Chinese spy balloon, uh, you, you make decisions based on the best information that you have, um, and ultimately you have to come down to some core principles uh, uh, when you're making decisions as commander-in-chief. Frankly, uh, given the circumstances in light of what happened with the spy balloon, wouldn't that be a better outcome? If it turns out that they were, in fact, civilian or recreational use or a weather balloon and, and therefore benign, which is what the intelligence community thinks, isn't that a better outcome uh, than to have to to, to, re to to think about the possibility of, of greater threats to our national security? 
So best information. So here's the best information. The head of NORAD says we had a domain gap in our ability to track this. A, not true. I'm not saying he lied, by the way. Who knows what they told him? So that ends up becoming totally false. That's number one. So that's the best information we had. Then he says core principle. So here's our core principle. We let the Chinese launch a spy uh, balloon from China through the United States, traversing the entire United States. When they're done surveilling us, we shoot it down over Hilton Head. Okay. However, when we have three unidentified flying balloons that are literally balloons, like, I mean, maybe Snoopy was on it. I have no idea. We take an F-22 that we, and I'm not blaming the military. They have to follow their orders, folks, and I'm supporting the military. They, he followed his orders. The, the pilot was told to knock this down. And, you know, they fly up in the air, and there you go, and they find it, and the first missile missed because it's not heat sinking. Then he probably had to do some kind of Top Gun manual. Maverick maneuver, manual maneuver, and he has, a, he has a shot, and he has the kill of the balloon. And no wonder nobody could identify what it was. How about we don't but, shoot but down civilian this, aircraft so wh until we know what, what they are? Core, but here's the thing. What is the core principle? Is the core principle shoot we let the that. Chinese spy on us with a balloon going over our military bases, but we shoot down $12 balloons? That's yeah, the core there's no principle. Diplomatic there's no consequences to shooting down a kid's weather balloon. No, but we're not even so. You know, they can't, they, no one can cut off your trade for shooting that down. They're not prepared for that engagement with China. So instead, they want to look tough, but they're not, they're not shooting that. Again, they're happy that they wasted our resources and money, put people's lives at risk because every time you put one of those fighter jets up, this is the first time most of these F-22s have been used you know, for any never, aerial combat. They have combat. not executed a, a missile launch but from an air. airplane in air, including during 9-11. This is the first time yeah. in ever in U.S. history other than uh, when we're, uh, fighters were scrambled during Pearl Harbor. I mean, that's it. So this has not happened. So the first, so our core principle is we let the Chinese spy and we do nothing and shoot it over when they're done spying. And then we show how our core principle is knock out a balloon that we don't even know what it is. Uh, in an, they said it was in territory that would be inaccessible. You're not going to find this. I'm picturing this deflated. You said you looked them up and you could like buy them. You could buy, well, right? Amazon is like having a run on them right now. There's this some is, Amazon but, Prime but doesn't you get them in look, a day. Okay. But you know, John Kirby, Admiral Kirby. Not exactly a confidence builder, would you say? Not a confidence no, builder? No, and they throw them out there to make these ridiculous statements like, isn't it great that we use our military on something we didn't need to use our military on? We're going to start a plan of to have a balloon patrol. They're going to put together interagency review on balloons. I've never heard of any incident where a balloon this size has caused any trouble to any aircraft, commercial or military. Oh, all of that was baloney. So I mean, this that idea was... that it's somehow posing a risk, even though it wasn't a Chinese spy balloon, it wasn't 200 feet tall, these things. It, it makes okay, more but, sense about why the military was so confused, some of these pilots, about what well, they were shooting at. Here's a way the military could be, be confused. This could be the reason why. Let's talk about our communication between the United States and China. John Kirby was asked this. This is, this is cut 69, number two. What's really important here, and I know the question was about uh, President Biden and President Xi, is that the lines of communication with the PRC remain open. I recognize that there are tensions, but uh, Secretary Blinken still has an open line of communication with the foreign minister. We still have an embassy in Beijing with a terrific ambassador, uh, Nick Burns, um, and the State Department also can communicate directly with the PRC's embassy personnel here. So the lines are open. Unfortunately, the military lines aren't open. And that's really uh, what we would like to see uh, uh, amended. Uh, and it was, of course, curtailed. Uh, after Speaker Pelosi's trip to Taiwan. Okay, okay. Think about this, folks. 
The military. They just don't blame it on other people. They blame <laughs> the mil- it on Pelosi. Yeah, not that we shot down the balloon last week. Yeah. Uh, so the military. We have lines of communication open between Secretary Blinken and the the Minister of State, Foreign Minister for from China. That's a comforting thought, by the way. That that's who's communicating. That's another story for another program. But we don't have lines of communication open between the Chinese military, in other words, their minister of defense, and our secretary of defense. Now, let's think about that. There's only a few reasons why we should be talking we about are now. There's the a two most powerful countries in the world. We don't speak to their military now because there's, of a balloon. And there's a land war in Europe going on while we speak. And we're talking about the risk this posed to civilian aircraft. There's still travel. You could, Like he said, you could go to Beijing today. So this is the bizarre situation we're in with China, except for... We're asking them to amend the relationship, and they won't, which tells you a lot about the U.S. standing. They don't care. The Chinese and, are not and, afraid and of the United States anymore. This, no, they're not. And this becomes much tougher for a future administration to fix when they've already got their minds, don't worry about the U.S. We've done legal work in China. Yeah. We know. It's a very different system. Even the ones that are, quote, pro-West are pro-West only as China first. Yeah. So they would like to have more influence on the West. That's what they mean by pro-Western. They are not. It's the Chinese Communist Party. That's who we're talking about here. And we have an administration that says we're going to get the core principles. So uh, Admiral Kirby was pressed on that as well. This is cut 70. This is, num- uh, this is number three. I want you to listen to this as this about are we going to continue to shoot down unidentified flying balloons. Knowing everything he knows now, would he take the exact same steps and shoot off these expensive missiles at these benign objects? We're going to put some more policy parameters in place, James, to govern the way we handle these going forward. You make the best decisions you can with the information you have at the recommendation of military leaders. I can't say it any more than that. You know, you got to love James Rosen. I knew that was James Rosen just by the question and that the response, though, is classic. John Kirby, deflect. So we're going to put together because we don't have committee. a policy. Everything is we're putting. You know, they're two and a half, two years and months into their administration, and they're still putting put together policy task force. Do you know that when we got off the air on Friday, they shot Friday, Saturday, and okay. Sunday. We had missile attacks from our aircraft against a bo- against. By the way, they denied it was a balloon for how long? I mean, for oh, yeah. like for weeks. Well, you're saying a balloon. The president called it. What do you call it? Biden he called vehicles. it a vehicle. I mean, this is, it shows you, though, what happens when you have weak leadership. And, Jordan, something you said is really worth emphasizing here. Bilateral strength, when you're dealing with a, a country like China, is power. They react to power. I mean, Benjamin Disraeli famously said this back in the 1870s in dealing with, in dealing with Russia at the time and Turkey. I mean, they understand power. And we don't show power. And that's why this election coming up is going to be so critical. But in the interim, you don't want to see the country destroyed. And they are on a foreign po- – we are not speaking to the Chinese military right now. Think about that for a minute. Let that sink <laughs> because in. Because of them. They decide- it's not we didn't decide not to speak to them. Right. We're not the tough ones in this relationship. They are. They've said we're not talking to, to, to Secretary Austin. And, again, they're seeing us waste all of our resources in Europe. Without the rest of NATO pairing their fair share, let's. I mean, we can talk about Ukraine all we want. We're sending all of our military weaponry towards there. Sending tanks over there. Chinese are loving that. Oh yeah, uh, we're not replacing it as of right now. And when we do put these planes up to actually show our strength, we're shooting down a kid's uh, literally a, a hobby project, and it's calling that a threat to civil aviation. Is is uh, we're taking up civilian balloons? Oh, uh, let me tell you this, Senator Cruz, our friend Senator Ted Cruz, sent a great tweet. 
He said, to be fair, Biden is providing a powerful deterrence for any high school science clubs that might be trying to evade America. Yep. You know, I'm laughing about this because you either laugh or you cry and choose to laugh and act. But, you know, you got to take action on this, folks. And this is where the reality of what we're dealing with as a country and the lack of leadership becomes so pronounced, especially when you're dealing with a complex geopolitical system. We got a lot more coming up. Boy, this is going to be, we're having, we got a great program. Uh, like I said, it's Jay Sekulow and Jordan Sekulow. We head up the American Center for Law and Justice. You can get information about our work at aclj.org. That's aclj.org. We've got um, an update on some of our cases we talked about last week. By the way, hundreds of you joined the ACLJ last week. I'm More than hundreds. We thank you. You could do that at aclj.org. We've got what's called our matching moment. It's a nonprofit organization. Anybody that donates, we get a matching gift for you. Become a member of the ACLJ at aclj.org. A lot more ahead. That's right. Governor uh, Christy Nova, South Dakota, it will be joining us uh, in this hour of the Hannity Broadcast. And we, again, we encourage you to go to aclj.org to find out more about who we are. You can support our work as well. We'll update you on those pro-life students. Yes. As well, there's been a lot of movement there. We'll be right back on the Sean Hannity Show.